We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ah, yes. A game that we have played many a times with our friends. I played high school football. Four touchdowns in one game. Who are you going to start? I'm ready to go in, coach. Just give me a chance. I know there's a lot riding on it, but it's all psychological. Just got to stay in a positive frame of mind. Who are you going to bench? If coach would have put me in fourth quarter. We'd have been state champions, no doubt. And who are you going to cut? Sit your $5 ass down before I make change. It's start, bench, cut on Pesco in the morning. All right, fellas, today is National Missouri Day. Did you know that? Yes, I did know that. Did yeah, know that? I did. Okay. Yeah, I had no clue that Missouri had its own national day. But today, every is... state does. <laughs> it seems like, you know, every single day there's like 15 different national days on that day. But today, some we're... kind of beer drinking day, too. Yeah, yeah. It always yeah. Is. But it's spaghetti. also National Spaghetti Day. Take a good squash spaghetti right about now, since I can't have the original. Right. Um, so we're going to go over cities in Missouri mm. for start, bench, and cut. Going to go with Licking, Missouri, Tightwad, Missouri, or Uranus, Missouri. Start, bench, wow. or cut. I'm wow. starting Tightwad because that's what I am. So I'm going to start Tightwad. I'm going to bench Uranus, and I'm going to cut Licking. Licking just sounds ugh. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to bench Uranus. No, it's not. Uranus is benched right now. Oh, it's true. Um, so I think I'm the same order. Tight wad first. Okay. Uh, Uranus is benched and uh-huh. yeah, cut the licking. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's a safe, that's a safe list. Yeah. yeah it's pretty safe. That's a safe list. Start bench cut. Bench, all right. Bench Uranus. Yes. Bench Uranus. We're all benching it right now. Um, possible head coaching changes and, uh, some candidates that may be up for the best next year. from Uranus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, start bench cut coaches. Okay. Belichick, Harbaugh, or Antonio Pierce? Start bench or cut? I, I think this is a tough one because I'm going to start Harbaugh for like two years and then he's going to move on. Is that true? I'm going to bench Antonio Pierce. <laughs> You've always labeled him as a job jumper and he's not. He seemingly has like a ton of them. But anyway. <laughs> he does not. Antonio Pierce. Um, <laughs> I'm going to bench, and I'm going to cut Bill Belichick. I wow. think the game's passed him by. Wow. wow. Mm. I totally disagree with your list. Um, I'm starting Harbaugh. He's the hottest name going. I mean, I think he should stay in college. I think it's better for college that he stays. I think it's better for, I don't know if it's better for Michigan, whatever. I don't, it might not be better for Michigan because it's like, where else can he take you? Like, 
To me, the only way. I mean, way- you win a national championship, it's peace out time. You win a national championship at your alma mater. Yeah, that's awesome. I came to save you. You guys, a few years ago, wanted me out right. after doing this. See you later. See you Perfect later. time to go. Oh, God. If you right? win a national championship, you run. Yeah. But as Ben Maller told us, he may not make the same amount of money in the NFL as he's making in college. If Michigan had 10 for 125 on the table, which was one of the reports. Right. Um, You take that. Yeah. I don't think anybody's doing a Gruden deal anymore. No, 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 whatever. No. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm starting that. I'm, I'm benching Belichick. Okay. Because I think he will coach somewhere next year, and if he gets the right spot, who knows? Um, and then, as much as I think the Raiders, I think the Raiders should hire Antonio Pierce. I think it would be good. It's been a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Seems right, even though it goes against my hire the interim guy. Mantra, I'm still cutting him, even though I think I think the Raiders should probably keep him. So I'd go with that one. All right, finally, unfortunate incident yesterday in the NFL. Tyreek Hill's house catches fire. Everybody was safe. Um, everybody got out. Rick Looks Ross like, reported on it. Yeah, yeah that was, was the greatest the, thing the ever. Most bizarre, awesome part of it. Little bro's got to rebuild the house. But uh, who do you want in that instance um, advising you? Smokey the Bear? Fire Marshal Bill mm. or Drew Rosenhaus? Start Just discussion. my opinion. Must be an electrical fire. Well, I'm going to start Drew Rosenhaus because he's real um, and had really good comments to say afterwards. So I'm going to start Drew Rosenhaus. I'm benching Fire Marshal Bill and I'm cutting Smokey the Bear because he's fake. More and more helicopters. Little bro going to have to build a new crib. And Rick Ross not being on that list is because we all know we'd all start. Rick yeah, Ross, I mean, I think yeah. well, that's a given. Yeah, you'd start Rick yeah. Ross, so I get it. And you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna cut Smokey the Bear. Yeah. Well, you started off with Drew Rosenhaus is real. Yeah, that's debatable. Um, because Smokey the Bear is real. Okay. I'm starting Smokey the Bear. All right. I am benching Drew Rosenhaus, despite the fact that I thought his comments yesterday were a clear indication he could one day retire as the Miami Beach Fire Department spokesperson. Yeah, no doubt. He was crisp Fantastic. and clean and locked her down. Yep. And then I'm cutting Fire Marshal Bill. Okay. Cutting Fire Marshal Bill. That is this week's edition of Start, Bench, or Cut. Uh, there have been some developments, or maybe there haven't been developments It could be, case. yeah. Right. With, the, uh, with the stadium, we have a deadline looming. That's right. And deadlines sometimes... Make people move. Hopefully, we'll right? See. Hopefully. Manny Abarca, Jackson County legislator on the stadium committee with us here on 610 Sports Radio. And Manny, just kind of tell us what the latest is and, and, and where we stand in Jackson County right now with both the Royals and the Chiefs. Good morning, guys. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting as the, uh, the initial deadline of the eighth comes to us very quickly. Uh, I know there's lots of rumblings and speculations going around. Um, backroom deals that seem to be being made um, with dramatic changes to what I think folks had uh, considered for the Royals specifically. And so um, I, because of those reasons that I heard early on in the new year that uh, I said, you know what, I, I'm still chair of the stadiums committee for at least another week. Let's get together. Let's give folks an opportunity to share, be transparent gather and discuss these options, give the public an opportunity to weigh in on the community benefits agreement component that some folks have been asking for a seat at the table for a long time. And so today at three o'clock, that's what's happening. Now, I don't know that we're going to get more information. 
Um, that is to be determined, but I think we do need to clear up some of these rumors that are going around. All right, what are some of the rumors that are going around that we do need to clear up right now? So it sounds like it's uh, public knowledge now that the, the Royals are seriously considering a crossroads location and, as an alternative to East Village, uh, which I think is pretty damaging uh, to some of the businesses that have grown in the crossroads somewhat organically and somewhat intentionally. Um, not to say that it couldn't be a good site. It's just there's a lot more questions than there are answers right now. And uh, with two minutes left on the clock, I don't think now's the best time to be changing venues. But we'll see what happens in that deal. So I'm not sure what it's going to end up like at this point. Why is the crossroads better or maybe not better, in, in your opinion, than the East Village? Like, what's the difference? If we can build it in the crossroads where there's like 140 businesses that may need to be relocated, a star building that needs to be torn down, we got a vacant plot of land in the East Village. Why are we looking at that location now versus one that's basically ready to go, just needs a shovel? Yeah, I have no idea. And I think those are a lot of the questions that surround that site. Um, you know, the Royals, I think, have spent nearly two years trying to justify East Village and North Kansas City. How can we come down to a couple weeks of a, a good thought process um, to get to um, the, the crossroads? It just makes no sense to me, which leaves the opportunity for more answers to come, I hope. Yeah, is this a Royals decision? Is this a city decision? Is this a county decision? Like, who's determining that like, the crossroads site is now the new hot spot? I think it's it's truly the Royals themselves. So at this point, um, I don't understand if the city is, is more involved or less. Um, I hear some speculation that maybe there's some engagement there, but I can't validate that on any actual factual basis at this point. So these are the very answers that we need to hear and the strategy that we need to understand from our county executive, our chief negotiator at this point. Yeah, so what, what, what is he saying? Like, I, I mean, anytime I've heard anything from Frank White, it's been what's best, we got to do a deal that's best for Jackson County, and then just kind of <laughs> leaves that out there hanging. Like, so what is best for Jackson County? I mean, I can tell you what I think is best for Jackson County, um, but I, from my direct questions of the county executive, in that question and that way, he has said a better deal. And again, I think that's because he lacks the ability to describe what that may be. And so I think we need to understand that strategy, what he's willing to risk, what he's willing to receive as a reward if we're going down to this hardball negotiation style. If this ballot deadline is missed, what is the next ballot? <laughs> uh, I think we're looking at an August ballot um, for which we have, I think, a time frame of May to get something on the ballot. But there's a lot that transitions between now and May. Leadership turns over potentially in the legislature. It's presumptive that Frank White is going to have more control over legislators who somewhat sold out at this point and have aligned themselves with Frank. So we have a changing dynamic that we need to play into as well. What does what does the citizens want? I mean, you, you hosted a stadium summit at Foling Warehouse a couple of weeks ago and had a great turnout for that. What are you hearing from from residents of Jackson County and what they ultimately want? Because that's really where it is. I mean, it's, it's up to the residents. Well, all they've told us so far that is very clear and evident is they want more information. And so that's kind of what's been holding folks back to really make a determination is without clear understanding of what a deal will look like, how it will impact uh, Jackson County, particularly eastern Jackson County, I think, and the tax incentives roll in from potentially city investments. Folks want to know about these things and these elements. They're smart enough to understand the dynamics of these deals. They don't want to be talked about and talked to like, well, we've got it taken care of, just like we take care of our property taxes in Jackson County. We'll trust the county executive. It's going to go okay. 
They don't want to do, they don't hear that. Well, I, I think Frank White has proven like right now with that tax thing, like you, you can't trust the, what's going on right now because of how high those taxes raise. So I, I don't blame people for wanting more information. They're just not going to take something on, on surface value anymore. Right. And I think to some degree, there's some strategy in at least the staff level discussions I've heard from the county executive's office that there's still this belief that they should not be publicly financing stadiums. And where whether that's a progressive value or not, I don't. it's not something we should negotiate at this point when we own and operate two professional sports teams that we've invest, invested in with tax dollars for over 50 years. We've we got to get off jump and understand that we're going to lose serious assets here. What does it mean for the Chiefs, Manny? Uh, that's that's I think my gravest concern at this point is they have the most leverage at this point it is clear I shared some data from the stadium's town hall this morning that people are aligning with the Chiefs and if that means the Chiefs on the ballot by themselves I think folks are ready to hear that because they're tired of the back and forth going on with the Royals and so we got to understand how we save these teams the best we can but I think the patience is running thin for the Royals at this point. The patience from the citizens or the patience of the Royals is running thin? Uh, the patience from the citizens. Okay, so they, they really want the Royals to come out and just show their plan because we still haven't really truly seen. We saw a North Kansas City thing, which is dead in the water as far as I'm concerned. We've seen an East Village, and now we're talking about the crossroads. And we have seen right. nothing about that. Right, and what is the long-term commitment? What does it look like? Visually, how does that connect with the fabric of the city and its current structure? There's some great opportunities in Crossroads that I would I would argue um, are equally the same for the East Village site. But you know, what do we got at this point? We've got a couple of rich folks out there saying, "Buy my land, do this, develop this, do that," but we don't have any clear and concise, strong understanding right now. So we need to figure this stuff out, and we need to not do it at the, the last minute. Yeah, that's 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 a thing. Deadline. Deadlines are happening. Well, Manny, keep fighting the fight. Uh, then thanks for keeping us uh, updated on the progress. I'm saying that a little bit at the question mark at the end, right? I, I agree. Hopefully yeah. we have more answers today. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Manny. Manny Barca, Jackson County uh, legislator, joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. has kept us surprised kind of where where the status is or lack thereof at times yeah. with the, uh, the stadium projects. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, Nate Taylor of The Athletic, our 610 Sports Radio uh, Chiefs contributor, is going to join us coming up at 825. And should they come to Kansas City? <laughs> Everybody's available these days. Uh, next. Festo in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson joins the show every Monday at 730. 610 Sports Radio. Bob Del Giorno. I'm Bob Del Giorno, 610 Sports Radio. Get off my bumper traffic. Can I go punch the television? Would you be cool with that, Bob? I mean, probably shouldn't. No, Binkley would be upset. No, he wouldn't know how to watch I'll a game. punch that television because yeah. that one hasn't worked properly in like a couple years. years now yeah two years um so i can go hit that one right right yeah uh, okay let me switch i'm gonna switch the network that's on to okay that one, and switch go punch it all right espn has asked the question i mean this is this is so ridiculous have the chiefs dynasty been derailed oh my god <laughs> what are people taking crazy pills has the chiefs dynasty been derailed well, one, I guess their analogy was a dynasty. 
because that's good. Well, yeah, um, be, well, hang on a second. Was yesterday's topic or the Chiefs a dynasty? Yeah, and then probably they, so. you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's true. They or that not. if you call it a dynasty, has this been derailed? Yes. Yeah. It was, has the Chiefs dynasty run they been derailed? just won their eighth straight division championship. They can still win the whole freaking thing. I want them to win this Super Bowl now more than any other Super Bowl that Look, they've been in. <laughs> I, I get, give them a nice big poop burger to eat. I give it some of the offensive flaws and what have you, and we've all had those frustrations, right? But, like, the more this, the more this happens, the more I'm going to be, like, Super Homer honk. Like, let's just win the whole damn thing. Shut everybody up. Yeah. I guess there's only one thing left to do. Yeah. Win the whole bleeping thing. Yeah. <laughs> Has it been derailed? Has it? Do people forget? And, and the answer is yes, because we do not pay attention to anything that wanna, happened yesterday. If you want to ask after the playoffs that they don't win, if that's they, fine. If they lose the wild card weekend at home to the Browns, sure. fine. Have yourself a conversation. Yeah. Here's where we sit right now. Third seed, AFC West division champions, defending Super Bowl champions, okay? The New England Patriots went a span of 10 years without winning a Super Bowl. At what point in time during that 10-year span where the Patriots didn't win a Super Bowl did we hear any of the negativity that we're hearing right now for the Kansas City Chiefs? Quite frankly, I'm sickened and disgusted by it to channel my Eric Winston, right? I don't recall in that 10-year span where the Patriots didn't do anything of people talking about them being a washed, their dynasty defense, being over. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. And Travis Kelsey. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. What, what are we doing here? Like, we Shove have it. lost our minds with all of this <laughs> nonsense. But again, that's where we are with sports. And I think that's why a lot of people right now get kind of tuned out by what's going on, especially on these talking head shows that we watch on television that are constantly on and they constantly you know, throw down our face and whatnot, is that they have to come up with these these topics because they're, they're literally just filling time on there instead of talking about like what's important as you go into the postseason. The regular season doesn't mean anything, anything. It's all about what you do in the playoffs. And the last time I checked, Josh, and I could be wrong on this one, the playoffs haven't started yet, right? They have not. They have not. They even start this week. It's like I right. got another week. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been going through this, talking about the Chiefs and how bad they are for 17 weeks of a preseason. Jeez. Uh, from the uh, 620, it's time to start printing Julian Edelman t-shirts. That's a valid question. <laughs> I do like that. From yeah. the Jay Southlight Toast Service text line. Well done. Uh, should they come to Kansas City? Um, not everybody that's cut. Chris Unocero of 610 Sports Radio had a, had a good tweet yesterday. I'm paraphrasing it, but it was something like, not everybody that's available right now should come to Kansas City. Right. You know, it's, it's, that's exactly, it's exactly yeah, what it is. Like, right. everybody gets, you know, there's the time of the year where people get released, and that doesn't mean they should all be in Kansas City. Yes, it does. Uh, but we know Chris Jones has been pining for Frank Clark. Right. I mean, ride or die, he's been mm -hmm. awesome at that, right? Right. Consistent since the offseason to be doing that, right? What do they need uh, Frank Clark for? Frank though? Clark and Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook was the other one now. Yeah. Uh, out with the Jets. Look, Dalvin Cook may be an upgrade from what they have at their third running back position. But if Dalvin Cook is going to come here right now, he is behind Isaiah Pacheco. And I'll tell you what, from, from inside the organization, they're pretty pleased with where Clyde Edwards-Lair is right now. He's playing really good football right now. And so is Dalvin Cook going to come here and be like a special teams guy in the third running back? Probably not. As far as Frank Clark, where do we need Frank Clark? Why do we need Frank Clark? How do we need Frank Clark? Like I, I look at Frank Clark as if something major happens and somebody goes down. Okay, you pick up the phone and you, you know call what I, Frank Clark. You know where I'd like to see Frank Clark? 
in the stands, like waving, waving a towel. Yeah. yeah, that would be cool. Banging the drum for the wild card yeah. game, right? That's what you. Yeah. That, that's a great idea. He's like a few rows behind. He's just shouting stuff at Chris all game long, and they're interacting and having fun. But yeah. he's, he doesn't even play. Yeah, <laughs> or give him a field pass. Sure, let him do your job. Sure, you still get hey. the check. Hey. Um, but, but so, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, okay. you get the chance. Most you get the day Thank off. You. Yeah. Thank you. So Frank Clark and Dalvin cook as what I've been told, both, both listed as quote unquote doubtful when it comes to them coming to Kansas city. And if a need arises, they won't hesitate to reach out to either of those guys. But as of now, highly unlikely per source that any of those guys, Dalvin Cook or Frank I Clark, like how you rephrased your end tweet. up here in Listed Kansas City. Listed as doubtful. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like it's an injury report. Yeah. They're both listed as doubtful. Listed me, as doubtful. I'm even coming yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. they're like, like worst case scenario, yes, they would contact those guys. Oh, but we're not there right you're now. You're not cool. Oh, this guy's on here. The Julian Edelman t-shirt guy's got another one, 620. They'd probably give Frank shoes, though. Oh, that's true. LOL. They would. <laughs> no, not LOL. <laughs> yeah. So, so they're, look, and, and barring something severe, and if something severe happens, well, then that sucks. This, It's just like a running like, back would be interesting if, but Pacheco looked fine last week, didn't right? he? Yep. Uh, Jerk McKinnon, obviously going to miss the first playoff game, but right. then would be eligible. And Clyde was ill. Right. Assuming that, you know, assuming he feels better this week. Right. And you you're not, you're and not, I and the general public may not think Clyde Edwards Hilaire is great, but he's playing really good football. You know what I mean, right now. there's not a, there's not a, 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 a dire need because of injury or health or right. whatever uh, to, to, to warrant any kind of right. thing like that. No, so. there, there isn't. There's just yeah. kind of no room right now. And this weekend, like they, they could have brought Frank Clark in for this weekend, but they want to see Felix play uh, from the eight one six. Casey Wolf told me they're both coming here and Justin Houston. <laughs> so it's true. I do like that's that true. when Justin Houston's coming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And Dalvin cook couldn't see the field with the jets. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That doesn't, We've seen that. Yeah. We've, we've had we, that. We've had that. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, yeah. 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 We've seen all that. I'm good. Yeah. We don't need a threesome. I'm good. I'm good. good. Uh, LaMichael P. Ryan for $100, please. And you'll say, who's, yeah, who's that right, guy? Yeah. No, yeah. He's, a, he's, he's on the team. On yeah. The team. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You did know that. I saw him the other day. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. And that's when I said, who's that guy? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So you, <laughs> you have had that the, the recent past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, but both running backs are going to be healthy because they're both getting this week off for the most part, right? We know uh, Isaiah Pacheco's not playing. Clyde may play, but I I doubt we see anything real serious from Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I, I think this game on Sunday, if you're looking to return, you know, your Christmas gifts, this is the opportunity to do it because you're not going to see anybody worth it really be playing in this game. They're saving everybody, truly saving everybody for good uh, when it comes to the postseason. That way, everybody's healthy, everybody's rested, everybody is ready to go, and you don't risk injuring anybody in a game that means literally nothing in the big picture. Yeah. To me, it's about... Go ahead and get Travis Kelsey's yards. That's it. Okay. That's yeah. it. And it sounds like that, that that's, it sounds like that's the plan. Right. That uh, Blaine Gabbert is aware he needs to get the ball to 87. That's right. Although for Blaine Gabbert's sake, if 87 out there, I mean, he sure as hell getting him the ball. Well, like, because it's a great trivia question. Who got Travis Kelsey the ball for his <laughs> yeah. eighth consecutive thousand yards? Also, I don't think Blaine Gabbert's stupid. Right. right. <laughs> if 87's out there, who am I throwing right. to? Right. Going mean, 87. Let's make, this, yeah. let's make this simple. All right. Uh, and then, yeah, Felix, you got to find out your first round pick. We haven't seen him play much this year. Right. 
Let's go. Uh, he hasn't had to. He hasn't been forced in the mix. They knew it was going to be a little more of a project thing. Right. You could bring him along slowly, and you have. I thought you'd maybe see a few more sprinkles of him, but can't say that there's been a definitive need to have him crack the rotation either, right? No, there hasn't been a need for Felix right and now. So, but if you get him extended playing time this weekend, that's your little audition for next year. Right. See if you're ready. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know they're excited to see what he can do this weekend. He's yeah. going to get a lot of playing time. Yeah, and so, then and then everybody else be healthy. Right, exactly. That's it. Let's go. You didn't get the one seed. It stunk. Would love to have the one seed. Right. Would have been guaranteed home games. This is the next best thing that happened. Yep. Which was a three seed locked in this week. Nothing to play for this week. Get healthy. You could still be playing for because I think had they had the two still been out there, the Chiefs would have played for it. Yeah, no doubt. That it played for the two. No question. Even if even if it was, well, this had to happen, you know, uh, uh, I guess in this situation it would be Miami would have had to lose and you would have had to win, you know, right, one of those right, one right. of those deals. They would have played for it. Right. This took that out of everybody's hands. Yes, and I it think did. it's I think it's overall better. And they I didn't have to I do think, it. And I don't blame I think them. it's a blessing in disguise. I think we'll look back and go, we didn't get the one, but the best thing that happened was that week eighteen did not matter. Even though statistics will tell us or history will tell us, not to say history will tell us it's better to have your quarterback playing in the final week of the regular season. Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio joins us for his weekly visit on Thursdays with us earlier in the show. Uh, he gave me a number I did not want to hear. The Chiefs are not playing Patrick Mahomes this weekend, right? I, in fact, I'll, I will hopefully run into Josh at the at the Charger Chiefs game here in L.A. So I went back and I looked. The last time a team won a Super Bowl that didn't play their starting quarterback at all in the final game of the regular season, you've got to go all the way back to the Saints of 2008 with Drew Brees. That's 15 years ago, the last time a team won a Super Bowl by not playing at all. Now, some of these guys played a half or they played a quarter, but that's a long run of not having one win. You'd think somewhere along the way with all the quarterbacks that are arrested, you would end up winning uh, more than, than 15 years ago, but it's pretty wild. Don't like that one. So Patrick Mahomes has yep. played the final game of the uh, regular season, all but the 2020 season. They lost the uh, the final game of the year to the Chargers. Right. And they did not go on to win the Super Bowl. Correct. From the 913 on the Jay Southland Toe Service text line. That means the Ravens won't win either then. Yeah, we talked about that earlier in the show. You're looking at either Tua or Josh Allen then in the Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah, we don't want any of that either. We don't want any of that. So Patrick Mahomes has been built to defy things. Yeah. If anybody can defy the odds, it's him. To break unbreakable records. Right. And to to do all those things. So uh, Patrick Mahomes will be the one to defy this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's go. Brock Purdy won't win it? Nope. So cross them off. Yeah, cross them off. Who else is it playing? It was. Are the Rams playing their guys this weekend? Uh, it was Lamar. I don't. I don't think Stafford's playing this weekend. L- Lamar. I've already crossed them off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm just I'm going just, through quarterbacks that yeah, you know yeah. that are playing this weekend. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. So a Super Bowl featuring Josh Allen. I'm sure Flacco's going to take every snap though, just just cause, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, Flacco. The the, Super the Bowl. that one's the baffling one to me. Right. I know the Browns have had a really good season. They've kept it together without their starting quarterback. Right. They've brought in Joe Flacco off the street. 
and he still showed he had you a little something. Their defense is really good. Guess what? So is the Chiefs team. I don't understand how they're getting more credit. They're getting more. Because they're new. They're getting more confidence than the freaking defending Super Bowl yeah, champions yeah, are pe- right now. People want new, Josh. It's a new shiny object. It's a fun story right now because dude playing soccer with his kids is now quarterbacking a team into the postseason. I mean, and that's really what it is. It, it, it's a new shiny toy. It's a new fun topic. And the media drives the narrative because they're excited to talk about a guy who hasn't played all year that came in off. It's a great story. It's a great story. story. And if you're telling me who am I taking Cleveland or Kansas city, everything lines up in the favor of the chiefs. When you start looking at the most important positions on the field, better head coach, better quarterback, better defense, better defensive coordinator. Like in, in, in my opinion, the Kansas city chiefs in all the most important categories outweigh the Cleveland Browns, but yet everybody likes to talk about the Browns because they're new. It's shiny. It's fun. And it's a, it's a team that, you know, we saw yesterday, the last quarterback to ever win a championship for the Browns back in at zero died at 87 years old. So the Browns haven't done anything in a thousand years. So people are kind of excited. It's something fresh. It's something new. Just like when the chiefs first came on the scene, I'm it was fresh. Saying, it was new. You you're know? getting more credit for a Joe Flacco who had a Great playoff run the year they won it. He Baltimore. did, yeah, yeah. When was that again? Last I checked, it wasn't last year. No, Joe Flacco, 2012. <laughs> you know I mean? 2012, saying, Josh. Yeah. It was not last year where, I don't know, Kansas City's quarterback was. Right. Somehow that's getting more of the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And d- defenses, you can you can maybe even split hairs or whatever, but... This isn't uh, a Chiefs middle of the road defense. They're top. This is a top five defense. Top five defense in the NFL, right? With the best quarterback in the league, all that stuff, right? Right. And then you have Patrick Mahomes, who uh, always Pro Bowler, yeah, Uh, (laughs) still did okay. And Andy Reid and the defending champs. And you have say Cleveland getting more love, right? It's just weird. Yeah. From the text line, a couple of sta- uh, times coming in this morning. So we'll give everybody credit who texted it in last year. They said a quarterback hadn't won the Super Bowl and the MVP in the same years. And Patrick Mahomes, you know, <laughs> took that and shoved it. That's right. right. Yeah. That's so right. that's what we're saying. If, if there's a stat out there that and if there's somebody out there that can shatter these quote unquote stats, it's Patrick Mahomes. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm know. Bill Belichick with the stats are for losers. It's they're interesting to look at, but they mean literally nothing when the game kicks will, off. Will that be the, the graphic when he when he's holding up the Lombardi trophy of like first quarterback to not play the final week yeah. of the regular season to ever win the Super Bowl? Right, yeah. And and, and Patrick will have another Lombardi yeah. to yeah. to his ledger right now. Can, can I can I ask you a question? And I want both of you guys to weigh in. And and you know what the text line Only is. Only if well. you ask me in Ross Perot voice. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yes, go ahead. Um, Google Ross Perot. My goodness. Yeah, you um, really today, going you're that. just wearing out the Google machine. Yeah, you, you really are. With so I apologize. School young, references, young, right? Youngsters. Um, so let me ask you guys this, and, and text line as well. Have you ever seen one player ruin the narrative of a team like MVS has ruined the narrative of the Chiefs? If you didn't have Rashi Rice, I'd give it to you. Yeah. But you do. You do. But 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 that you know guy. I mean? You know what I mean? Like MVS like, is so bad. How bad is he? He has the national media questioning whether or not the dynasty is over. Yeah, which was which was a uh, ESPN question today right. too. Has a dynasty been derailed? Yeah. So that that's why I I throw that out there because. 
maybe Tony MVS. But but if you again, if you didn't have Rashi Rice, I would I would get that. Yeah, they have a nearly thousand yard rookie receiver, right? And a nearly thousand which yard is tight usually end receiving, which and is, nearly a thousand yard rusher, which is usually celebrated. Right, a thousand yard rookie receiver. Now you could say, well, that Travis Kelsey does this all the time. That could be, you know, it's just. It's just this thing, okay? Right, right. But you still have that. You still have that. The run of that continues. You have a th- approaching thousand yard. If I told you Rashi Rice before the season was going to have a thousand yards, if we just had this rewind the discussion, uh, how about Rashi Rice is a thousand yards? You're like, oh my god, yeah, holy cow, not, that's great. Not, oh my gosh, I think everything will be questioned heading into the playoffs, right? Be like, you're insane. Yeah, you 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 say to me that Rashi Rice has a thousand yards receiving in his rookie year. You go, I feel good about the playoffs. Yeah. Now, you didn't tell me that MVS was going to drop everything that was thrown to him and Kadarius Tony was going to tip every pass to the opposition. But that's what we're talking about here, guys. The reason the narrative is bad about this team is because of MVS and Kadarius Tony. That's it. And if those guys were halfway competent this year at their job, we're not talking this way. They are overshadowing what, what else has gone down. Because there's so much good on this team right now. Like, people think this team is busted. This team ain't busted. This team isn't close to being busted. They've got two guys that haven't done their job this year. And you know what? When you get into the playoffs, well, Tony, we don't have to worry about. Don't throw the ball to MVS. Run the football. I'm you gonna don't think tell- Tony's going to play in the playoffs? I don't know. Is he? Is he going to be healthy enough to play in the playoffs? <laughs> I mean, would you put that guy? I mean, you trust that guy? Because you know what's going to happen. He's going to tip it to a Brown, and they're going to score. I'm not in charge of personnel, but I would I would be surprised if he doesn't play. Yeah, I'd lean I know you, don't, you wouldn't throw to all the MVS, and you wouldn't throw to all the Tony. I get it, but I think they will. Look, I, look I, I'm going to tell you this right now, and this is just my feeling, okay? I think CEH and Isaiah Pacheco are going to have such big postseasons this year. Both of them. Good. That would that would spell good things to me. Yeah. I, I think those are the guys that this offense is going to be run through during the postseason. I think Andy Reid, Matt Nagy, they've seen 17 games, right? We've seen all this. We know what works, and we know what doesn't work. In the playoffs, you turn it up a notch. You change it. I've said now, Josh, for how many years since Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid have come into this thing together, the regular season is a tune-up for the playoffs. And I know people are like, oh, what do you mean by that? The regular season is meaningless. It's trying to figure out who you are. We're heading into week 18. You telling me Andy Reid isn't smart enough to know who this team is? Matt Nagy isn't smart it enough? Might, Patrick Mahomes isn't smart enough to know who this team is? it might not be what they all thought it was going to be at the beginning of the year. Correct. But your, your job is to figure it out now. Right. And right. I think they got it if figured out. If you the season thinking Kadarius Tony could be a one, well, I think he's shown you not. Yeah. Right? You went into the season saying, let's slow play Rashi Rice. Well, you're a sophomore now, kid. You know, right. the old, the right. old, right. 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 the yeah. old freshman's a sophomore by the time March is here. Is right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I would think, I would think they have a better handle on, lean on your on defense, things. lean yep. on your defense, run the ball. You see what you've got with the running game and then hit those spots right. when you need to. And with when Rice you need to. And Rice and, and Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. That's a, you, you, you learn who you are and, and occasional they, and Justin shown. Watson and they've I mean, shown and occasional think, Justin I think, Watson. I think yeah. Justin Watson's probably giving you everything you can Watson, ask for too. Yes. Like if you're just yeah. looking at his general season, you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. That, that guy's a nice He's contributor. Been solid. Right. At, at some point it looked like you had to elevate him to a different level because what's going on. Right. But now Justin Watson can be Justin Watson. 
Correct. Watson. Give you, yes. Give you the occasional big play down the field. Yep. And those things. So yeah, I mean this. They're 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 tasked with finding out who this team is. It's not probably the team they envision. Certainly, it's not the t- team we all envision. Let's no. say offense. Yeah. It's not the offense because I hate this. I know it is a team, but I hate right. to do any defense is awesome. Let them go. Um, but offensively, it's not the same thing. But now it's uh, play to your strengths. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Noah Gray's pretty good too. Yeah, he's had a solid season too. Noah Gray yeah. quietly yeah. had yeah. a really nice yeah. season. Yeah. So you said I second playoff you, game. We'd be you get... all absolutely freaked out about the wide receivers, justifiably. But there's Ross, Rashi Rice, right? And I will say, and I will add in Justin Watson. He's given you everything. I think he's given you his ceiling. Mm-hmm. That's good. He's played up. He's played up to his ceiling. Rashi Rice has far exceeded any rookie expectations you should have had. He's for him. going to be one of the most and coveted it, and just, fantasy players and next then for, year for your sanity. Just forget about the rest of them. Like, yeah, they haven't, they haven't stepped forward like you thought they were going to. Okay, right. great. Then their their roles have been appropriately reduced as the season has gone on. Yeah, to the point where it's not that they're going to be completely eliminated. Some might be, uh, but the balance is going to go to other other aspects. And okay, I got Patrick Mahomes. I got Travis Kelsey. I got Rashi Rice going. I got Isaiah Pacheco. Mm-hmm. Loving. His coming off his career thing, and this defense is top five. Yeah. There's no reason they can't win it. No reason. No reason at all. And the narrative, I mean, it just has to stop. And if they don't win it this year, the dynasty is not over. Again, New England went 10 years between Super Bowl championships. I think we're taking for granted how easy Andy and Patrick have made this thing look over the last five <laughs> years. I really do. Yeah, yeah. We're taking it for granted. It's hard to win in this league. And we all got a glimpse of how razor thin the margins are. When you make one mistake, that can lead to you losing a football game. That's why when you're in the playoffs, you take out the people who make mistakes. MVS and Kadarius And if they Tony. make mistakes in the postseason. Well, then they, it's on Andy Reid. And they get wiped out. Yeah. They haven't learned. Right. And then it's a different conversation. Andy, you saw 17 games of these guys being bupkis. And then you're going to them in the playoffs and they did the exact. Yeah. Why did you do that? That's yeah. a fair question. If that happens. Uh, unfortunately, the 16 year old going on 32 didn't win at all. Doggone it. We were rooting for you. Luke. Luke. Yeah. Luke. We yeah, knew his Luke. name for a day. Uh, <laughs> more next. Fesco in the morning. I would give anything to do a tush push with Blaine Gabbert. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Being a man is what you make it. You can't always live up to expectations. You try to please everybody while you struggle, so you fake it and end up out of balance, compromising situations. As a good man, uh, do what he should, man. I give everything he has and do everything he could, man. You might find yourself feeling all alone. So we knew his name for a day. I have to look at it now on paper again, like the next day. It's but. Luke Licklider. Luke Littler. Whatever. Luke DiGiorno? <laughs> I'm Luke Littler. I'm Luke Littler. Bob Del Giorno. I'm Bob Del Giorno. 610 Sports Radio. Get off my bumper traffic. Uh, so you'll remember Luke Littler. That's right. Was the 16-year-old. Not bigger. 
Youngest person to reach the World Darts Championship final, of course. This is a big to-do. This is a big deal. The treble 20 here will leave a fitting finish on double 10. And he finishes it on double 10. Luke Littler by name, but right now, arguably, the biggest name in World Darts. Littler takes the giant step into the World Championship final, 19 days shy of his 17th birthday. PDC Darts on the coverage. He went on to the final to take on another Luke in the Battle of Lukes. But Luke Littler right. lost to Luke Humphreys 7-4, to four, according to Yahoo Sports, in a gripping final. Luke Humphreys wins his first PDC World Championship title. You have to be named Luke to win this and thing. And Luke Littler still hasn't had the official age check. I don't, still don't believe he's 16. I he looks older than the guy that won it. Yeah, he does. Who's 28. <laughs> I mean, the guy looks rough. There's no way he's 16. How is that guy 16? That hairline is so far back receding. I mean, what did somebody text him yesterday saying he's the Greg right. Odin of darts? Yes. He's the Greg Odin of darts yeah. is what Greg they said. Oh, you, t- you talk about a beer gut. Like, this guy would give anybody a run for their yeah. money for, a, like, impressive beer. Yeah. Like, you've seen a beer gut before with guys where they have no ass and their beer gut just hangs over their pants. They're like a size 31 waist, but that gut flops over, yeah. man. And that thing, that, that's what this guy looks like. How many times have you seen that guy with a huge gut? No ass. And a receding hairline. Yeah. Like that guy's 16? Yeah. Man. I feel bad. quickly. You got to get some of that Lotrimin or whatever yeah. that stuff is. Darts they put are, on your hair? Darts are stressful, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Pounding natty light and throwing darts. Oh, they, smoking, smoking darts. darts. Yeah. You know he's smoking the non-filtered. Or he's buying the filtered and biting the filter off oh, and throwing yeah. it down. Got a bottle of Jack sitting on the table while he throws darts yeah. to chase the natty light. Mm-hmm. He don't have time for filtered cigarettes. So I wish he'd have won to get more exposure, and then we could dig a little deeper as to his age. Right. Because I don't believe it. No. <laughs> I just don't believe it. Nope. That, that, it's that, great. Is it's that great wrong visual. of me that I don't believe his no. age? No. I couldn't grow a beard that thick until yesterday. Mm. Yeah, the hairline. The, the hairline. Hair, oh, the my hairline. God. You'll never find. And the, the he's pear-shaped. Yeah. And so he's a, a pudgy teen, I guess, as opposed to. But he looks like a pear-shaped middle-aged man. all that exercise, you know, and training for darts, he'd be well, you got to walk for... and get your darts. They don't come back to you. Right. He's I mean, getting you his gotta steps go, in. You got to go pick the darts out of the board yourself. Nobody's getting those for you. No. Which is kind of great, actually. I mean, talk about a. They do it themselves, the darts. Yeah. No oh, yeah. There. Oh, yeah. Ba- if this no baseball player would be like, you go get my darts for me. <laughs> I ain't going to get yeah, my man, own darts. Throw the darts and retrieve them, too. Come on, Braden, go get your darts. No, my dad will do that he for walks, me. He has to walk up to the board and pull them out himself. Caden, go get your darts. My dad said I could wear salmon pants and he'd get my darts. Loafers with no socks. Yeah. But no, this guy's going and getting his own dart. So he's getting his steps in. Mm-hmm. And when you twist the dart out of the board, you're getting some wrist work in as well. Yeah. So uh, Luke Littler. Get the heart rate up. Get the heart rate Next up. Next thing yeah. he celebrates his 17th birthday, allegedly. What kind of training goes into darts, though? Like, do you, you work out? You lift? We got to do 12 ounce curls yeah. to be able to. And how many beers I do you think normally have drink more like a just dart match? Hand eye stuff, you know, just. You know, yeah, locked in on your finger too. Yeah, you're probably not drinking because you do want to focus on that, like that green square. I don't know. You're throwing darts. 
Oh, I have, drinking, but I'm not drinking, trying to win three point one million dollars. Oh, maybe it does. Yeah. Have you ever seen anybody play darts that doesn't drink? No. Okay. It's fun. Darts it, are fun. I think it's part of the sport. Because they play without the cup in their hand, so they got to have better balance. And yeah. the other thing about them is <laughs> when that you they have the when you have the beer in your hand and you're throwing, that's yeah, a different that's a, a different dynamic. Different, yeah. Different lean and different all that lean. stuff. See, I would be totally opposite of you because I'm left-handed, so I'd have the beer in but the you'd right have, hand. But you still have the cup. They don't have a cup. They're throwing. Right, so their balance is different, yeah. you know, because we're balanced with the cup and the dart. You know, you're, you're good to go. Boom. Okay, do me a favor real fast. Mm-hmm. We're talking about throwing darts. Okay. Wh- where are you picturing yourself throwing darts? Because I'm picturing myself at the wheel in Lawrence. We used to play darts there. That's where I'm picturing myself. Like, you're, you're going through this. I'm like, yeah, I'm standing at the wheel, and I'm throwing darts by the front door. <laughs> is it the electronic <laughs> board? Oh, of course it is. Because you don't it, have – nobody knows how to keep score Or is it darts. the old school, you know, nobody, cork, cork board? Nobody, 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 nobody knows how to keep score Well, darts. you shouldn't have to if you're drinking. Right. You need that electric board. No one's – no one's – yeah. I would told there be – no. I was told there'd be no math. Right. Yeah. So, there you go. Although I'd like to say, I, as a spectator or a, uh, a, a uh, televised sport or whatever, yeah, we need to watch more. That place rocks. Oh yeah. Oh, the arena. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's. I mean, you're watching it. Yes, we all watch. I right? mean, I watch. And this you're about sitting as, there on the edge of your seat. Going, I, I, What's this guy gonna do? You know, I watch this about as much as the Marvel videos during COVID. Right. But you know. It's it's got crazy fans. It's got loud music. Yeah, it it's looks a, it's like a fun. party. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. People going crazy, knowing. Can Kathy Nelson get that? Understands here? what happens. So the World Dart Championship, the next event to come to Kansas City. Come on, Kathy, let's go. Would be pretty cool. World Cup, World Dart Champ. Sounds logical to me. You think they'll do that in the new baseball? <laughs> Why? Why you got to go there? <laughs> From the 816, depending on the game, it's easy to keep score. Fesco always so extreme, LOL. God, understand humor. Uh, coach, um, I mean, I can keep score. I don't want to. I'm throwing oh, darts with a beer in my hand. And you get chalk on your hands and it gets on your pants. Yeah. No, back in the day, yes, you'd, you'd write 501 in chalk on yeah. the whole thing. And you'd go up there and you start. And that was before you had a cell phone with a calculator. You started doing the math. And you're counting, I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. I said the board. You said the board now that goes dink, and it, it adds it up for yeah. you. Yeah, done. Does it? Well, if it's working. Oh, okay. Got to put quarters in it. Yeah. Or slide your card now. Yeah, slide your card. <laughs> yeah. Or just Venmo the machine. <laughs> can you Venmo machines now? Cash app. From the six two zero. Can you imagine how many beers would be needed if Kansas City hosted the World Dart Championships? Yeah, a lot. It'd be awesome. It'd be great. I mean, how cool would that be to have the World Dart Championships at T-Mobile Center? We'd go. From the 913, this is legit. Wait, I didn't think Bob plays games and drinks at the same it's time. true. I, I've changed. Until foaling. I yeah. don't think you did. Well, I, 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 now I, you fold. Yeah. Now, you've, now, you've, now you've fold. It is. No, foaling has definitely opened my mind to doing other things. And, and I can just tell you right now, I dominated bags. I had a walk-off on Sunday in the parking lot. <laughs> Okay, this is the second walk-off at bags that I've had in the 2023 year. Had a walk-off when we were in Portland. You just said I had a walk-off in bags. I did. So Ralph and I are playing our wives, and we had some things on the line, and we had a nice bet going, and the girls get out to a 6-0 lead. 
Wow, and we're like, God. God. And, and the only thing that's saving us is me getting at least one in the hole and knocking out the two that my wife or Michelle had in the hole, right? And so they're up 6 nothing. I, st- I start feeling it, man. I start feeling it. I am in feeling the zone. it. And we've got, like, we're at 19, all right? And all we need is, like, two more points to win this thing. You bust 21, you win. First throw, boom, in the hole, walked it off. I walked across that parking lot like I was a peacock. I didn't realize they broadcasted this. I guess this I... is a big to do. This is a big deal. But Trevor 20 here will leave a fitting finish on double 10. And he finishes it on double 10. Luke Littler by name, but right now, arguably the biggest name in world darts. Littler takes the giant step into the world championship final. 19 days shy of his 17th birthday. Now, that Bob walked into the stadium and saw the Chiefs get a victory over the Cincinnati right. Bengals. Oh, I, I own that bags game on Sunday. I don't know that we have the anti-chiefer, but we, uh, we need the button. Next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.